Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. I am your host, Ron Tyson, and each week I provide you five messages that are designed to provoke thought, inspire the heart, and provide food for the soul. We appreciate all of you who have been coming on this journey with us. We thank you for those who have gone out and written reviews for us and clicked on the stars out on the various podcast sites. So with that, let's get on with this week's podcast. In this first message, I was out doing errands and I happened to get behind a car that was going really, really slow. I was boxed in and I couldn't get around them because of the traffic on both sides of me. The longer I was stuck, the more frustrated that I became and I could feel my blood pressure rising. Then all of a sudden I began to think, why in the world did it matter? Where was I going that it was so important that I get there any faster than what traffic was permitting? And most of all, what was I gaining by getting all frustrated when ultimately I was going to wind up at my destination anyway? I'm sure this is a feeling that we all experience every day when we're out and about. After thinking about this, I began to wonder how much this pertains to our everyday life. Time moves fast and it seems to get faster and faster every year. I believe that part of the reason for this is that we just don't take the time to slow down. We're in a hurry to get places, we're in a hurry to get things done, and we are often so much in a hurry that we don't take the time to actually enjoy experiences that are presented to us. Before we know it, days, weeks, and months have gone by. And when we look back over that period and try to remember what we did, it's so jumbled that often the memories are clouded and we just simply forget the past. Imagine for a minute if we were to force ourselves to slow down and actually experience and enjoy what life is offering. Longer meals where we can enjoy the company we are with and savor the food that's been prepared. Hanging with friends and being present rather than tethered to our electronic devices. Taking time to have conversations with our family and friends and actually listening to what they have to say. My guess is if we did this, time would naturally slow down as we focus on the moment and enjoy what it's offering. I always tell people that we get one chance at life. There are no do-overs. And I, for one, do not want to be one of those people that get to the end and say, I wish I would have. I want to be the person that makes the most out of each and every day, understanding that tomorrow is never promised. I want to get to the end and say, I'm glad I did. Shouldn't that be something we all strive for? Really, why the hurry? This next message came about when, um, for a period of time, I became an avid runner, something I thought that I would never, ever do until I hurt my knee. And then, unfortunately, at my age, it didn't do so well on the pavement anymore. But for those of us in Florida, the spring weather sometimes continues to be unseasonably cool with no humidity. And we certainly enjoy that for as long as it'll last, which unfortunately sometimes isn't that long. I was talking with my friend Linda one weekend and we got on the subject of doing things and how many times we say we're going to do something and we just never get around to doing it. We talk about it incessantly sometimes, yet we never really make the commitment to make it happen. Before you know it, days, months, and even years have gone by. You know, it can be just about anything. We're going to lose a few pounds. We're going to start an exercise routine. We're going to take up a hobby. We're going to garden more, use electronics less, and the list goes on and on. And when we look back, it's easy to see countless hours spent saying, I'm going to, 
rather than many times where we said, I did. And I was wondering why that is. My philosophy is that it's much easier to talk about it rather than do it. As annoying as that is to not only ourselves, but those around us, it seems that saying it becomes the norm rather than doing it. But what happens when we actually do make the commitment and follow through? Several years ago, I started walking with Linda in the mornings. She lives in the same development as I do. I had several reasons for wanting to do this. I needed to lose some weight. I needed to find a way to prepare for a stressful day at work. And I really had a desire to run. But how in the world was I going to start running at 54? I made the commitment to walk. And once I got comfortable with that, I started adding intermittent jogging and running. And then I got an app that trained you for a 5K by building up your running each day. I started this in August, and in February of 2017, I ran my first 5K race. You see, I had enough of saying I'm going to, and the feeling of running past my family and friends on that road was one of the best feelings of my life. No one in the world has the power to make us commit to doing something except ourselves. In reality, if we spent as much time actually doing as we did talking about it, we'd have achieved success a long time ago. But to do that, it takes true commitment. We have to believe in ourselves, believe in what we want to do and accomplish, and never give self-doubt a chance to change our course. Is there something that you've been wanting to do for a long time? If there is, think about doing it today. Start slow. We don't need to take on the world all at once. Then, when you least expect it, you too will be crossing the finish line and you will have made your life just a little more special with memories that you created just for you that no one can ever take away. This next message came about as I was thinking about how hard it is sometimes just to let go of the past or to escape the past and, and some of the experiences that we may have had. You know, we often allow ourselves to be burdened by our past, which in many cases keeps us from experiencing our future. I've talked before about using the past as a learning tool for navigating our future world, while at the same time avoiding being mired in it so much that it keeps us from living a full and satisfying life. Our past is who we were. It is full of experiences that molded and shaped our very being. And at the same time, it provided us experiences to create a future roadmap that would help us avoid repeating the mistakes that we made. It serves the purpose for helping us live our life, yet it really doesn't have anything new to say. If we spend all our time living in the past and not just accessing it for information or memories, we risk the opportunity that we're going to miss out on so much going on around us. And as a result, we never get a chance to move forward. Things that happened to us in the past can only affect our present if we let them. Trust me, the past likes to sneak up on us every chance we get. It's how we deal with that knock on the door that ultimately determines the effect that it can have. Acknowledge it for what it is. Understand that it no longer has power over us. It may sound simple, but I of all people know that it's not. It takes work and dedication, but the work is worth it. We get one lifetime and one opportunity to make it the best that we can be. We owe it to ourselves to use everything in our power to make it a life that nurtures our soul, makes us smile, and one that causes our heart to sing. We can't do that if we spend it living in the past and letting it control our future. Just by the very nature of your participation in this podcast, you have shown the goodness that is within. Use that goodness for yourself, as no one deserves it more. 
All our pasts are going to come back to haunt us at one time or another. But always remember that there's a big, bright, beautiful today right in front of you, and even brighter tomorrow waiting for you. That is where we should place our focus. Truly, when the past calls, let it go to voicemail. Believe me, it has nothing new to say. This next message talks about how hard it is to define happiness and how happiness means so many things to different people as we try to understand what true happiness is in our own lives. And there are times in our life that no matter how hard we try to be truly happy, it seems to constantly elude us and we never seem to quite get there. That happiness that we so desire seems truly out of reach and we continue to stay in our mire because it all seems just too hard. It's at those moments that we have to look at our efforts and question just whose definition of happiness are we trying to live up to. Happiness is many things to many people. There are people that will tell you that money is happiness. Others will tell you it's health, family, or other specific things that contribute to their happiness. However, the ultimate question is what our definition of happiness is. Attempting to live up to others' definitions of happiness is a sure way to ensure that we never truly achieve happiness ourselves. There are many people that will tell you that achieving a full level of happiness is impossible. To them I say hogwash. No one has more control over our ability to be happy than we. And if we let them, it's those very people that believe in the impossibility that will hinder our own ability to achieve the level of happiness that we desire. One thing that helps in achieving happiness is sitting down and making a list of all the things that make us feel good. Identifying the areas that are complete and those areas where there are deficits that we need to focus on. Then take those focus areas and analyze them to determine which ones are really important and which ones will have no impact on our ability to be happy. Once you've weeded the garden, you're left with those things that truly matter and you have now identified the gaps on your path to true happiness. Before we can achieve the level of happiness we desire, we have to give ourselves the permission to do so. We need to ensure that we aren't sabotaging our efforts and are truly focusing on those areas that are important. And most of all, we have to simply decide to be happy and go for it. This next message came about on one of the visits home to my parents, and I just started thinking about you know each day that we get up and we have a new day in front of us, and how it's a clean slate and we just get to start all over again. And have you ever been up at the time of morning when the dark blue of the night sky is starting to change to that beautiful orange and purple and the sun starts to come up over the horizon? And all that would still during the night starts to come alive as a new day is beginning. And the horizon takes on a magical air and the excitement of a new day starts to stir. And if you're out and about, the cars become greater in volume, the houses start to light up with their morning routines, and the street lights start to pop on and suddenly a new world of opportunity emerges. The beginning of a day is always exciting for me. The main reason is that we wake up with a clean slate, an opportunity to craft for ourselves a day that can be anything we want it to be. Whether we have pre-made plans or we decide to just be spontaneous, Every minute of those hours that we will be awake or alive with the potential to be something great. On one of my trips to my parents, I was sitting on the train, and for a brief period I was just looking at my watch. As the second hand continued to move around, it suddenly dawned on me that every minute that passed by was a minute that I was never going to get back again. And I realized how incredibly important it was to make every minute matter. 
Now, that's not saying that we don't need our downtime and rest. I could definitely use more of that. But I think what I was feeling was the importance of making the most of the minutes where I am active and to be aware of and honor them in a way that makes life more meaningful and good. My favorite part of the morning is to get up, grab my cup of coffee, sit down, write my inspirational post. It's a reminder of the work I've done to make my life what I want it to be. It's also a reminder of the work I do to hopefully provide you with a nugget here and there that you can use to enrich your own lives as well. I believe that a new day is a gift, although it sometimes starts to go astray the minute we get up. We have the power within us to alter that course and make it our own. No one else can do that unless we give them the power over us. I'm sure you've experienced the beauty of the morning at sunrise. If you haven't, you're missing something beautiful. So set your alarm, take a step outside, and see for yourself the magic of a new day. Then grab it by the reins and make it your own. Use the promise that a new day offers to make a promise to be good to yourself and make every minute count. So that's it. Another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope you have enjoyed the journey with us this week. I hope that you remember to go out to your favorite podcast site and review us. Remember to look for a new episode next week. And as always, when you go out into this great big world of ours, please remember to be the reason that someone smiles. 